Hey, Russell fans, you're listening to the Wednesday Night War Podcast, episode 35, Down with the X Factor. What's up, Warheads? Welcome to the Wednesday Night War Podcast, episode 35, no matter what Joe Sposto tells you. I'm DJ. Sitting here with Brett. Brett, how are you? I'm fucking good, man. Yeah? How are you? I'm good. I'm in a good-ass mood. Good. I am, too. Good. Yeah. That's what we need. Yeah, no, uh, you know what? Uh, spoiler alert for the rest of the show. I had a really good time watching wrestling this week. So so did I. So I'm excited to talk about it. So did I. I'm excited to talk to you every week. Oh, thanks, buddy. But I'm. it was good wrestling. I'm excited about it. I'm ready to talk about it. Well, let's get right into it, then. Because we don't have any news. Not that I can remember. Okay. I feel like the week moves so fast. No, yeah, I don't, I don't really think there was anything. No, not that I'm aware of. No. Uh, if there was something, I don't know, point it out to us. Yeah, but... Tell no, us what we missed. Right? Um, but let's get into dark, I guess. Yeah, let's do it. Uh, World's Longest Dark Part 4? When I saw that this was like an hour and 25 yeah. minutes, I was so bummed. Yeah, this one was rough. Uh... Well, it, it, it was. Like, I didn't mean that in, like, a match way. I just, I turned it on, I was like, oh, man, an hour and a half. I forgot to watch it uh, Tuesday, uh, so I had to watch it Wednesday early, and, like, well, I was just so fo- so focused on the clock, because I was like, all right, I gotta get this in, and then I'm like, all right, four matches in, oh, my God, we're only 25 minutes in, oh, Is it, and at one point, I was like, is this gonna be a 12-match dark? I'll be honest, uh, this week was a struggle yeah? to watch it. all right. It, it was, I, I kept, uh, like, checking the time, and I'm like, God damn it, we're only, I'm only 45 minutes yeah. into this. I'm like, I feel like I've been watching this for two hours already. Yeah, I kept watching the clock, too. Well, let's, let's get into yeah, it. Let's talk it out. Yeah, so the first match we have, the debuting Lowrider. Lowrider. And Fuego Del Sol. You know what that means? Hot Soul. Ooh, close. Fire of the Sun. Oh. Soul is Sun. Well. It's Fire of the Sun, and I think he was from, like, Dayton, Ohio. I was going to say, it looked like it was from Mike Lancaster. Yeah. Uh, going up against SCU, yep. which was Scorpio Sky and Frankie Kazarian. Which they was also won- a squash. Yeah, they won in three minutes. Yep. That's, that's really it. Yeah. Um, apparently, mm-hmm. we have a new member of the Dark Order. We do. You know, just randomly, no fucking rhyme or reason. Um, Alan Angels. Yes. Angels. A- Angels. Has officially joined. We speculated on that for a while. They seem to really like him. Got the internet a flutter by giving him time against Kenny Omega and stuff. But he's now five. Yeah. I just thought, hey, why don't you just, I don't know. Because he was on main TV. Yeah. Put it on main TV, I guess. Well, so, I mean, I don't think this was planned. I guess we, we find out later that Ten has a shoulder injury or something. He's in a sling. Okay, Fred, brother. Uh, and uh, five is, they said on commentary that Uno and Stu are one and two. Which would then make the Beaver Boys three and four. Yeah. So this is five, and then you skip to ten because he's special. Because he's, I guess so. I don't know. Uh-huh. I, yeah, I'm sorry. I tried to explain that. Hey, I was just say good job. It's my bad. Good job on you. Uh, well, he was going up against Lee Johnson. Lee Johnson, Stagger Lee Johnson. Yes. This goes about the man they should sign to not be in the dark order. <laughs> this goes about five minutes. Five gets the win after like a. Yeah. Backstabberish move? Yeah, because Lee Johnson has done nothing but help them out during the pandemic, and now he's jobbing the job guys. Uh, imagine that. Job right? of the job guys. Yeah, I've wrestled 19 matches in the last two weeks for you guys. 
oh, I'm losing to a job guy. You just put under a hood. Great. <laughs> yeah, Brody like Brody Lee came out and like mm-hmm. motioned like, all right, enough finish your shit. So yeah. he did. Give me give me Lee Johnson versus Brody Lee. Let's 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 make something out of Lee Johnson here. Who's gonna stick up for Lee Johnson? Because afterwards they beat the shit out of they him. They did. Yeah. Who's gonna stick up for? Him? I don't know. Maybe he'll join another stable. Maybe they'll get another stable or something. Maybe he'll start his own stable. Ooh. I have a great name for it. The Job Squad. Son of a bitch. What? Is that taken? You asshole. No. You got... Well, he could be like, pin me, pay me. It'll be great. Only if he has two cold Scorpio. Well, I mean, that's... the. F- Listen, if we want to sit here and pitch introducing two cold Scorpio to AEW, I am here for it. I bet you his debut would pull ratings. He's not going to do it on... <laughs> Yay. Uh, next match, we have Santana and Plus, Ortiz. think how good backstage two cold Scorpio would do. I mean, that's true. Mm-hmm. Santana and Ortiz going up against... Uh, <laughs> wow. Brady Pierce and Musa. Yes. Which they made a point to point out that Musa was part of Mike Tyson's entourage a couple weeks ago. Was he? They, I didn't know. They, oh. They're pointed out. Which I, was, look, I couldn't look past the Beetlejuice looking asshole. Oh, my my guy. What the fuck was his name? Mickey Gooch. Yeah. Mickey that shithead. Sure. Um, Santana and Ortiz win in five minutes. Of course they of do. Of course. They yeah. just beat the shit yep. out of these guys. I like them in squash matches. Yeah, I love those like, dudes. They just yep. beat people and that's, up. That's the, like, the thing about wrestling. Sometimes I take a step back and I'm like... All right, this this is boring because it's another squash match. But then when people come out, I'm like, all right, the people I like, I'm like, all right, this can be fun. Like, there's good squash matches yeah. and there's bad sure. squashes. They have good squash yeah. matches. They just mm-hmm. beat the hell out of the guys. Maybe give them one or two moves, but that's it. Yeah. Um, we go in the back, and QT Marshall has uh, new T-shirts mm-hmm. for Dustin and Brandy, part of yes. the Nightmare fa- Nightmare Family. No, Natural, natural nightmares. nightmares. Sure. Yeah. Um. Allie made them, and uh-huh. they're like humongous, and yeah. Brandy legit says, who the fuck did you, is this yeah. made for? And I'm going to surprise you. I laughed my ass off I, at that. I figured you would. I thought it was really funny. I was like, holy shit, Brandy was really funny, because she's like, who the fuck is this for? Yeah. Because <laughs> they're huge, and it's QT in the center, larger than everybody else. Yeah. Um, yeah. And he basically told them that, like, you know, uh, he kind of just wanted Allie to be out there with him. Yeah. They're like, now nah, fuck you. Like, yep. we're, we're coming right. out anyway. Um. So the next match we have Butcher and the Blade going up against Anthony Katina mm-hmm. and Pineapple Pete. Yes. Butcher and the Blade beat the holy shit out of them in four minutes. Yeah. So I, again, another like I like I like yeah. Butcher and the Blade. So talking about squashes I like. Uh I loved this. Uh, yeah. Andy Williams is basically my favorite wrestler. <laughs> like uh yeah. he uh, he just the look like he, he's the kind of professional wrestler that I would create in a video game. Like he just barrel chested, barrel chested heel, crazy beard, like just looks cool, like a psychopath. Cool taunt, looks like a psychopath. Hits hard, uh, and uh, well, it's awkward sometimes. It's a little bit. Every yeah, now that's and then. good. Yeah, like I, I want that. But like just pure power. They put him over like that on commentary. He's a scary looking dude, and like. Honestly, like he's my he's my like body goal. Like if I could if I if I work <laughs> yes. out hard enough, that's the body I would want to have. Yeah, because uh, I'm never gonna be like a six pack guy. Uh, I want to be that kind of like just a fucking monster. Um, it's but funny too because like he's always been that. Yeah, big. like for years now, yeah. he's just fucking huge. Um, but uh, yeah, and uh, Pineapple Pete trying to be funny and uh, it doesn't work. And I kind of like Taz where he was like 
yelling at the blade. He's like, knock him out. Punch mm-hmm. him in his face. Yeah. Like, he's trying to be yep. funny. No, beat him up. Yeah. And he did. Here's It's an interesting thing about Pineapple Pete. Because uh, he sucks. But, um, <laughs> no. Uh, yes, but no. Um, I think he's looking at what has been working for Orange Cassidy and Cole Cabana. And it's like, no, I could do that. It's like, no, you can't. Possibly. But you can't. He's not good at it. It no, wasn't funny. No, he can't funny. do it, no. It wasn't entertaining. Not good enough. And I know, I guess Jericho likes him. Somebody's got an eye for him there. Uh, but, yeah, he wasn't funny. This was dumb. And I love Eddie Williams with all my yeah, heart. I'm with you on that. Yeah. Next match, we have QT Marshall going up against the debuting Zach Clayton. Yep. Who uh, is, let me get this right, mm. Wow from the Jersey Shore's Oh, that's boyfriend. right. They said that, yeah. Yeah. Who fucking cares? <laughs> um, QT wins in like five I'm sorry, five I'm sorry Snooky. I know you listen. <laughs> wins in like five minutes. Um, I'll tell you what, like, Clayton wasn't that, he wasn't that bad. Yeah. He did nothing like offensive. Like, no, sure. He was actually, I was like, oh. Yeah. He, he has like a decent look enough, you know, yeah. and Taz was like, oh, we were trained by the same fucking guy, so I'm all about him, but. Who's. Johnny, Johnny Rods. Is a Johnny Rods yeah. guy? Yeah. Um, QT, like, during the match, he was getting beat up mm-hmm. a lot. Um, Allie was on commentary, ran down to ringside. Excalibur asked her about Butcher and Blade, and she refused to answer. See? So they're definitely planting that seed to, yeah. to get the natural nightmares, the feud with those guys. Once they're done job being the jobber to the stars, they can get a nice little push. I over. did like, Allie said something on commentary. She's like, oh, yeah, I have him on all these diets. Doesn't he look great? And Taz just goes, not really. Not really. Yeah. <laughs> like, yep. <laughs> um... But at one point, um, Brandy falls off the apron and, like, hurts her wrist. Yeah. And then Allie's on the outside. She fakes it. Her hands hurt. Mm-hmm. So QT checks on her. And yeah. I was just, like, awkward. It's a weird uh, AEW dark gimmick. He did hit the diamond cutter from the middle rope, though. He did. Well, I mean, you can, you can, you can, you're going to win. Jesus Christ. You're going to win me over. That's a good way to start. I mean, that's your guy. The, I mean, the, the diamond cutter's my guy. Nope. QT's your guy QT's now. QT's not my guy. He is the 2020 Never. version of DDP. He got rid of the rib tape. He couldn't possibly be. He'll be back. Next match. Hopefully we after have... he gets hit by a car. Oh, my God. Next match, we have Christopher Daniels going up against Sonny Kiss. Mm-hmm. Um, I'll be honest. I didn't watch this match. Oh, really? It was yeah, good. Yeah, I, I had other shit going on around the neighborhood mm. that I had to attend to. Ooh. And I kind of just left this okay. going. Uh, some fucking Jehovah's Witness came to my door. Nice. And I was like, please leave. Dude. Okay. Um, it's a lot of steps just to try and pitch it on a scam. Isn't it? Yeah. Yeah. 16 steps, I believe I have. All right. Um, but I see here, Daniels won. Yes. It was a good match. Was it? Yeah. It was, you know, they just both got their shit in. It wasn't anything spectacular, but they're, you know, Sonny's good. Christopher Daniels, Christopher Daniels. Uh, even wrestling on a shirt now because I think he's sick of working out. But that's Atta, fine. Atta boy. He's earned that right. He has earned uh, But no, I, I like this match. It was good. So the next match we have Brandon Cutler and Peter Avalon, the losers, those, those ragtag guys, mm-hmm. going up against Jurassic Express. Yeah, um, I missed like the first half of this match, okay, because I was still dealing with bullshit. All right, um, but I did come back in and I was like instantly, oh, why is Marco Stunt wearing Luchasaurus's leg thingies? Yep. Was is that, that like a the thing? Beginning? Yeah, it was okay. just to be funny because they were huge on him. Oh, all right, yeah. Well, I see it goes ten minutes, and Luchas- or Jurassic Express won. Yeah, I don't know. Yeah, I, I, I watched was, this match, yeah. and I can't tell you anything about like it. I said, I, talk, I caught the second half, and I was like, oh, yeah, this is a thing. That's I like happening. Marco. Marco looked good. Luchasaurus uh, stinks. So, 
Uh, I think the more important question here the listeners want to know is, uh, did you, in fact, accept Jesus Christ as your Lord and Savior? Nah, fam. Okay. Next match. AEW World Champ. Last match of the night. Yeah. Going up against uh, Robert Anthony, a.k.a. Egotistico Fantastico. In a rematch. Yes, it is. Because back in, I want to say 2007, Mm -hmm. Robert Anthony beat John Moxley for the CCW Heavyweight Championship. He did. So when I saw this, I'm like, oh, all right. Um, Moxley won in like 13 minutes. Yep. So, uh, this wasn't good. Oh, really? Yeah. Okay. I didn't, I like, I part of it that like took away mm-hmm. for me was Taz just laughing on commentary like, ah, you're the champ and you can't beat this guy. Yeah. He's so had one match and you can't fucking beat him? Yeah. So like, that's my complaint, too. So I thought it was a good match, but it was clearly Mox and whoever backstage deciding to give this guy a rub, may build up that sort of indie cred. Of course. This of is my course. friend. We've had a good, we you know, have history. Let's give him a good match. Apparently, he's, I mean, everybody knows that, yeah. dude, like, like, throughout AEW, I yeah. guess. So. But that, my problem was how much Mox had to struggle. Yeah. You know, it, it didn't. It, I'm not looking for it to be a squash. No. But, like, Mox was on the ropes a little bit, like, taking some close, like, false yeah. finishes. Like, that shouldn't be a thing, especially when they're trying to build up to Cage with Taz on commentary. Like, it's just, it was just one of the things that they're, that they're misguided on, which they happen to slip into a lot. Um, but I thought it was a good match, and I get why they did it, but it, you know, for your champ, I don't know. Yeah, just, having your champ wrestle on dark, like all of it, doesn't make any goddamn sense. Just to me. with Taz, like literally laughing, yeah. that he couldn't mm-hmm. beat him. Like yeah. it, a part of me is like, you're right. Yeah, I mean, how the fuck is he not? The only way that'll work is next week on dark. They do Cage versus this guy, and Cage just runs through him, and then that'll help build this story that, like, you know, Mox is a yeah. Mox is a guy. He's in and out. He waits for his opportunity, whereas Cage is this monster, and will will Mox be able to stretch it out? That kind of thing. Yeah. But I don't think they're going to do that. I don't think so either. But we'll see. Yeah. All right. That was the end of Dark. It was. It was super fucking Eight long. matches, an hour and a half, too long. Way too by damn far. long. But there um, was some good matches on there. There's more good matches than we're used to on a Dark, but it should have just been those matches, and then we could have moved on. Yeah, see, like, I just found myself being super yeah. bored. Like, except in Santana and Ortiz and mm-hmm. Butcher and Boyd matches, that was it. Yeah. Otherwise, I was like, eh, I'm good on this. Um, All right. So... Let's get into Dynamite. Season 2, episode 24. We are gifted with Chris Jericho on commentary. Yes, because AEW knows what works and wants it to continue Thank to work. Christ. Because, again, he was fucking great. Yeah. Putting over everybody. And just, like, the quips and the references. Oh, my God, he was so fucking funny. But the first match, we have Butcher and the Blade, mm-hmm. Jobbers to the Stars, Yes. Going up against the debuting FTR. I still don't know their names. Cash Wheeler and Dax Harwood, but I don't know which one is which. Great. Yeah. Um, The carpenter and a race car driver. (laughs) So, FTR gets the win. Mm -hmm. Um, The match itself I thought was good. They... I mean, say what you want about the dudes, but they can work. And Butcher and the Blade, they can work. Yeah. And 
when these guys originally signed, that's what we said like a couple weeks ago. I'm more excited about a match like that last night than yeah. against them and the Young Bucks. I don't give a shit yeah. about uh, that. So I liked this match a lot. Yeah. Uh, you know, I was a little vocal this week about FTR because they went on Cornette's podcast. Oh, did they really? They did. Uh, and how, you know, and they're like, oh, we're, yeah, just on a hand, a we're, we're just on a handshake deal with um, AEW and all that. But, like, how can AEW justify having them on the roster when all run, all Cornette does is bury their roster? Yeah, he fucking shits on everything. And I didn't listen. I'm not listening to Cornette's podcast. I'm no. sure he just spent however long jerking them off. Of course. Saying how they're the, the best thing there and this and that and how, you know, Kenny Omega, they're going to be so much better than this and that. Um, and so I was just like, you know, like, fuck these wrestlers. Uh, I just, I'm just not interested with all the shit that Cornette says about everybody, all the horrible comments he said about people. I don't know how guys like Omega and Cody can look those guys in the face and be like, oh, really? You're still supporting this guy who's a fucking madman and a horrible human being. Um, so whatever. I'm not excited about FTR, but it was a really good match. Yeah. You know, like I, I like watching them wrestle sometimes. Like I saw them promoting it this week when they're like, you will not see flips yeah. and mm-hmm. no tags, and we're going to hold the tag. Like, yeah. Good for you. That's like, great. Uh, I just think it's so fucking, like, meta, though. Yeah. Like, all right, yeah. guys. Like, uh, enough. Yeah. I love tag team wrestling. I do, too. But, um, man, like, we I, get it, guys. Yeah. You're old school. Fucking stop. Yes. And they're doing Midnight Express and Brain Busters finishes. Yeah. Like, I get it. It's fine. They're, I, like their, I like watching tag team wrestling. I thought this match was really good. My favorite part of this match was not them. I thought Butcher and the Blade really shined they in this great. match. I thought they looked way better. Um, they FTR treated Andy Williams like a madman, scared of him, not wanting to step yeah. up to him, running from him. He, I don't know which one, because I don't know their names, but he gave one a crossbody that looked like yeah. murder. Yep. So I was like, fuck yeah, Andy Williams. Like, those are the guys that I'm, that I'm following. Those are the guys I want to see move up and start winning matches. Um, so they dropped the stars in their debut. Um, and whatever, it's fine. It's just so the Bucks can wrestle their friends. And the Bucks came out, uh, if you're done talking about the yeah, match. The yeah. Bucks came out and cut a, did a little thing about, you didn't introduce yourselves, I'm gonna fuck you guys. Yeah. And then they were like, we've been, we've been carrying tag team wrestling for the last ten years. Ugh. I'm like, bullshit. Like, oh my god. Like, and I, I, people eat it up. I'm sure there's people that listen to the show that love them. And that's great. You know, that's if they're for you, if they're your dudes, cool. Yeah, more power to they you. are. Most definitely not my dudes, not at all. Uh, and this promo was just arrogant to me. Like, I don't know who's who. I mean, that's their so. characters of the box. They're arrogant. Like, yeah, and, but so is FTR. I, so what's the point? Well, and and here's and, and I agree with you. And here's what I was gonna like touch on. Like during the match, one of the dudes from FTR he was like kind of like cheating a little bit and mm-hmm. uh, yeah like he faked the shoulder injury then did the roll up and i'm like all right that's like a heel pulling pull the tights yeah. on the pants yeah and i'm like the rules but you're doing heel stuff i'm like yeah. oh so are you heels are you just arrogant like right and that's the problem where i find with AEW, where you know there are no heels there are no faces and we blur the lines and mm-hmm. like uh, i don't know it just seems kind of weird and that's how it is with the bucks it's like okay they're arrogant yeah now, ftr they're arrogant mm-hmm. uh well during this um Andy Williams clotheslines the shit out of the Young Bucks and attacks them from behind, which then uh, FTR starts brawling with them. Havoc and Sabian jump the rails, and they start beating up FTR. Yeah. 
and then Omega and Hangman run out and make the save. Yes. Um, more so Omega than Hangman. Hangman just sauntered out. With yeah, his he face. got there, but he took his time. <laughs> yeah, so tag division, I guess. There's, I mean, there's a lot of teams. The quality of them. Uh, it's hit or miss. Yeah. You know, they're, they're all people that I think can have at least a good match. Depends on who they're paired up against, you know. And that's what I'll say about FTR. Like, their matches, I think, are good. Yeah. I think they have really good matches. I think they're kind of shitheads. Yeah. Um, we go backstage. Natural Nightmares are informed that they are next week facing uh, Hangman and Omega for the tag titles. Didn't know they were number one contenders. Everybody's getting shots just for fuck all. Yeah. Um. You know, Brandy's like, oh, what the fuck? Why is Allie wearing the Nightmare right. with jacket? Yeah. It's like, oh, she's part of it. And Dustin basically tells QT, get your fucking hat on straight. Yeah. Like, enough of this right. shit. Like, we have a chance to win the tag titles. I've been a tag champ. Enough for her. Mm-hmm. This is it. Um, match two. Mm-hmm. Penelope Ford and Nyla Rose going up yeah. against Chris Statlander and Hikaru Shida. Yeah. Um, Penelope Ford and Nyla got the win. They did. Which I was kind of... Not shocked because Ford got the pin. Yeah, and you need to build that. That's, someone new. Yeah, that's why I don't have a problem with it because I want my tight my singles title matches built through tag team matches. Yeah, it's the way you're supposed to do it. So. It started off like a little slow. Yes, I thought, but the second half was good. But fucking Jim Ross, like every time Chris Statlander's on screen, do you need to refer to her as a big woman? Mm-hmm. Like. What the fuck, dude? Enough. Like, shut up. Like, oh, she's a big woman. She a lot of a lot of women flying through the air. Like, oh, you, he'll never change. And like, I know it falls on deaf ears, but god damn it, dude. Yeah, um, I didn't even hear him. Oh yeah, I, I picked it right up because he fucking does it all the time. Yeah. Um, the match itself, like, yeah, it was fine. Yeah, so Ford is a little bland compared to the other three. Yeah. Uh, she got more comfortable as the match went on. I felt. Um, but the double rope knee from Nyla was real cool. Or the double, the, the yeah, both of them yeah. on the ropes with the knee. That looked cool. But, you know, Ford getting the easy build to the title shot. I We had talked, like, last week or the week before about what's the, who's the heel they're going to put here. Yeah. Baker's hurt. Can they Are they going to turn swole? Because she was the only other real one out there. It makes sense with Ford. Ford you know? moves it. Ford can be built as a competitor. She's not going to win the strap. But building and win tag matches like this is... What are you doing? Yeah, nothing wrong with that. Yeah. Um, we have a video of Darby Allen hanging out with Tony Hawk. Yeah, super weird. I mean, hey, Darby's Darby's a punker. Yeah. Tony Hawk's a punker. Tony, so you know, when I saw him uh, talking to my wife, I was like, "How important is Tony Hawk to a whole generation of punk rock?" Seriously, kids? like, <laughs> dude, I talk about it all the time with the first Tony Hawk's Pro Skater that soundtrack. Yeah, that influenced like. I kind of knew what punk rock was like before, but once I played that, I'm like, oh my god! Yeah, like right. it completely, like set me off on this course. And yeah, I love that game, and I can't wait for the remaster. Right? Um, Jr. brings up Britt Baker and how, how she's having her hellacious rehab, which yeah. they show another funny video. And I like the videos of Baker's rehab; they're funny. Like it's it's I don't know the one where she's trying to drag like the little like two-pound weight in her wheelchair, and she makes her assistant yeah. pick it up and carry it. Like, I don't know. I just think it's a good time. Um, next match, we have Best Friends and Orange Goddamn Cassidy going up against the inner circle of Santana Ortiz and Hager. Yeah. Uh, 
Best Friends in Orange Cassidy win! They do. God damn it. Yeah. Uh, OC gets, like, jumped in the beginning. Yeah. Because he's the most dangerous threat. Oh, you have to take out the most dangerous threat? You have to take out the baddest fu- man on the fucking planet. <laughs> That's true. <laughs> so, um, but OC, he won with the mousetrap. Mm-hmm. And, uh, Jericho on commentary, like, he was still even putting over, like, yeah. OC, you know? Yeah. So, I was fine with that. Yeah, you know, uh, OC, they're clearly building the Jericho OC. Yeah. Uh, you know, and, uh... I love the best friends. Like, oh, they're great. They're great. Um, this uh, Santana Ortiz, I love. Yeah. Hager is bad. Yeah, not very good. Uh, he has terrible punches. Any sort of strike looks horrible, which is probably why he has to knee people in the nuts to win actual MMA matches. <laughs> um, yeah, he's just terrible. But Orange yeah. Cassidy, the best friends? Yeah. Well, I even love Jericho's just like... This is what he does. He rolls you in, like, yeah. to sleep, and then he just explodes on you. Yep. Like, yeah. And I was like, that's exactly right. Yep. But afterwards, mm-hmm. best friends in Orange Cassidy are getting beat down. Jericho heads to the ring. Yeah. With his baseball bat. What was the bat? I forget the bat's name. Oh, God. Fucking uh, Charlie or no, something. I don't know. I want to say Lloyd, but that's not Lloyd. what it is. No, Wood was the potted plant against him and Dean Ambrose in WWE. Right. It's fucked up that I remember that. Um, well, he hits with the bat. The bat's not good enough, though. Mm-hmm. He grabs a bag of uh, oranges. Yep. And uh, he he hits Orange Cassidy. Floyd. Floyd. Okay, Floyd. Um, and he hits Orange Cassidy with oranges. Yep. And... Uh, Orange Cassidy goes a little coast to coast. Gets a, <laughs> runs the runs the razor, brother. Well, you know, know? To, uh, to quote friend of the show Jenna, uh, orange equals green. I mean, that's a goddamn fact. So you know what this means? It's a goddamn blood feud. That's right. Now. Yeah. So OC, he's gonna be out for blood. Jericho, you better yeah. watch. Well, you know, uh, bag of oranges won't leave any bruises. It's true. I know. God damn that's why, he, that's why he used it. It was real gross at the end when he took a bite out oh, of the yeah, orange. Oh, yeah, yeah. I was like, who, who yeah, does that? Yeah, that who, was... Who just, who eats an orange like an apple? Yeah, that was real you fucking son of a bitch. gross. But he's Jericho and he's insane. Yeah. Um, yeah, and he also screamed, Blood Orange Cassidy has just been juiced. Yeah, well, they can't all be winners. That's yeah, true. Uh, at one point, did he talk about Yellow Jackets on commentary? Oh, did we miss I don't, that? No, I, yeah, I forget when he did it, but uh, it was real fucking weird. Talking about doing pills to make it down the road? Shocked. Oh, Chris Jericho. This is me being shocked. Yep. Um, afterwards, Tony's in the crowd. He wants to ask Billy Gunn some questions. Sorry, Billy. Billy, yeah. But be careful. He gets cut off by MJF, um, mm-hmm. who basically just says, like, I don't know, something about, like, you know, he's the best, blah, blah, blah. Yeah. Cuts off Billy Gunn and said, which one? <laughs> Great, now another one of your talentless douchebag sons yep. got hired by the company. Uh, which, Billy tries to fight him. And, yeah. Know, MJF, chicken shit, Wardlow gets in the way, you know. Yeah. So... We're going to uh, get MJF Billy, I B- guess. Billy Gunn called himself a great white in this little segment. Oh. And uh, I get that oh. he meant a shark. Sure. But I was like, whoa, yeah. okay. Uh, it's That's going to be funny, though, because uh, Billy Gunn, a I've said it before, he's a large human being. Yeah. Uh, you know, like 6'5", like naturally 
naturally <laughs> built like a monster. Uh-huh. Um, yeah, naturally. So, uh, MJF's going to look tiny because like, Billy comes from that era of wrestling where, he, like, and Billy's a really good wrestler. Like yeah. that's people, people may not realize that people tend to look, look past that. Billy's a really good, talented, like WWE style professional wrestler. Uh, but the era that he got hired, like if you were big, you just got a job. So like he comes from that era of dudes that were just massive. So MJF will look real little, but it'll yeah. be a good match. I think like I was listening to the Major Pod this week, and they were like, were they brought up like Attitude Era guys, and they're like, you don't realize how big the, like yeah. some of these dudes are. He's like, the first time like we met Billy Gunn and Road Dog, I was like, holy shit, mm-hmm. these guys are massive guys. Yeah, I met Billy when he, when they were Billy and Road Dog when they were doing the indie loop, and they wrestled in a church in Scranton, Pennsylvania. Hell yeah, like Christian was on that show too, and uh, yeah, like being standing next to Billy, you're like, wow, yeah, you're a Big human being. Yeah, he's massive. So, uh, Jim Ross says there's rumors about Cole Cabana. They recap. That's a friend. Brody Lee trying to recruit him last week with a water bottle. Which leads us to Sammy Guevara versus Colt Cabana. Yep. Sammy wins. Really fun match. Oh, it was a ton of fun. Again. I, I, Sammy's the fucking man. He's a star. And I don't I don't know who it was on Twitter last. I think it might have, maybe it was Kincannon. I'm not sure. Mm-hmm. But, after the post match, it was like Matt Hardy came out. And he's like, "All right, all right, hold on, let me back this up a little bit." Oh, Matt Hardy, mm-hmm. what he did with Sammy Guevara last night, okay, like the weird changing the personalities mm-hmm. was fucking terrible. <laughs> it was so goddamn bad. Yeah, more on that later. Okay. But he basically said to Sammy, listen, like, to break out, you gotta get away from Jericho. Yep. And it seemed like Sammy was, like, kind of, like, entertaining it at yeah. first. And Kikan, I think it was Kikanen, said, like, I can't wait till they turn Sammy Guevara's face and he's gonna be the biggest fucking star in this yeah, company. he's gonna be huge. He's awesome. Yeah. He's, he is, like, they have a bunch of young stars, which is what they were supposed to do. You know, Jericho and Omega, the Bucks, even to an extent, bring you to the table. But Sammy and Darby, like, OC, yeah, those are the stars. Those are the ones that people want to see. Exactly. Like, I want to see those guys. Um, Cody. The ones people want to see. Yeah, okay. Um, the guys who weren't established before and are now working really hard, in some cases twice as hard as anybody else on the roster, to get over and earn their spot. Yeah. Um, yeah, well, they run, like, the little thing with... Cabana afterwards, they come out, Brody helps him up, Yeah, and Cabana does like, oh, I don't know which way I'm going to follow. Well, he follows the Dark Order on the way out, so we'll mm-hmm. see what happens there. But, yeah, that Matt Hardy shit was fucking terrible. Yeah. That sucked. Yes. But putting him into a program with Hardy is smart, because it will get eyes on Sammy. Because people who, for whatever reason, are still Matt Hardy fans in 2020... You know, it's a it's it's a guy that everybody knows. Wrestling fans know him. He's a big name. So so the the kid's been second fiddle, second his right hand to Chris Jericho, and now he's going into a program with Matt Hardy. Like that's that'll get people looking at him, which is the right thing to do. And Sammy will make Hardy look good. He'll bump like crazy for him. You know, like Sammy's a star. So I don't mind it so much. But Matt Hardy, the other thing about Matt Hardy. 
uh, is that I've never really followed him. So, like, when he comes out and does the other personas, I'm like, I don't know what this is. Well, I, th- I can't tell what character he's being by the t-shirt he's wearing. So, the first one, like, I don't know if that was just like, hey, I'm normal guy Matt Hardy. Then he did the transition where it was, like, the Mattitude version of Matt Hardy, like, version one. Yeah. And then he did it again where it became, like, broken Matt Hardy. Mm-hmm. And I'm just like, this is fucking bad. Yeah. Like, this sucks. Poor Sammy. <laughs> like, that's the way I felt All about right. it. Um, We go to Joey Janela sitting at a bar, mm-hmm. wondering why he went for facing Moxley, basically doing nothing. Um... He's walking, and uh, Sonny picks him up in the convertible, and uh, mm-hmm. off they go. Yeah. I love them as a tag team. That's the thing. Uh, they'll be like the pride of New Jersey, or yeah. they're going to call themselves. Uh, you know, J- Janela's been kind of lost. Sonny hasn't been featured the way he should be. So, as a tag team, I, I mean, I think this could work. You yeah, know, it'll I be a, it, It'll appear like a mismatched tag, but they'll they'll come up with a reason over time, and... Hopefully the gear matches in some way. Yeah, I hope and so. I think it could. Sonny needs to give him some tips on some on gear. <laughs> yeah, it'll get what it'll do is Janela, who has a fan base and yeah. is one of the more popular guys in the roster, even though he's been misused, will get some eyes on Sonny because Sonny has been massively underused. I agree. And then Janela will hopefully soften a little, figure out what he's doing, give him a little more fun, and benefit from having Sonny as a tag partner in that way and it could really work i yeah. liked it and i hope they do more i hope i hope it becomes like a uh uh fear and loathing-esque horrible road trip for That'd the both be great. of them i'd love it so much um we go backstage somebody's trying to catch up with cole cabana uh he's standing in front of the door walks mm-hmm. in the door closes and it's mr brody lee's door it is so uh, i wonder what's gonna happen uh i mean I don't know. He's going to be 11. I guess so. Seven. Um, we go to the back again, and Moxley shows up. He's in a bad mood, and he has no time for people to run their mouth, basically calling out Taz. Yeah. Taz shows up and gets right in his fucking face. Yeah. And it's just like, again, like. Like right in, the, right in his chest. Well, <laughs> <laughs> he's a potato. <laughs> um, you know, Taz, though, like, he gets. Into it with him. Okay, yeah. He basically said he's sick of Moxie chirping and just running his mouth. And, man, yeah. it just made me realize, like, how much I actually loved Taz, like, in his prime. Yeah, oh, absolutely. I, ser- like, I used to love Taz. Yeah, I mean, we can we can call him a potato on this show, but you know what I would call him to his face? Mr. Taz. So. <laughs> Hello, Mr. Taz. Hello, sorry. Mr. Taz. Very sorry. <laughs> Thanks for listening to the show. Um, and he tells Moxie, you better get your head right before you get knocked out. Right. To which Brian Cage comes sprinting in and just fucking a shirt. murders Moxley. Yep. They put up a little. Moxley puts up a little bit of a fight. Not much. He's getting slammed on cars. He's getting slammed against fences. Yeah, and then gets put through the rear window after uh, smashing out the back with like a crowbar or something. Yeah. Well, well, well. After Taz told him Brian Cage like enough, yeah. enough, oh, and right. then he did yeah. it anyway. And then Taz kind of pulled Cage off like yeah. I told you enough. Which, I'm like, hmm, that's kind of weird. Whose car do you think that was? It had an AEW vanity plate. <sighs> Tony Khan. That's not a nice enough car for no, Tony Khan. No, definitely not. Um, QT Marshall. Okay. He'd he would guy. totally he, do he, that. No, that's no. You know what? I'm wrong because he just bought that red car last Oh, week. that's right. Or blue. Wasn't or blue, it blue? Yeah, yeah, like yeah, a blue right. Corvette. Yeah. Whose car was it? I don't know. 
in my brain, it's the the car that FTR showed up in because the the, the old <laughs> the old truck that they drive to the ring in is definitely not theirs. Um, I feel like maybe it's Arn Anderson. No, Arn Anderson's too cool to get a vanity plate. See, in in my in my head canon, uh, they it was FTR's car, and they did not tell them they were going to be smashing their car uh, okay. during the promo. So they gave for being on Cornette's podcast. They gave him the old Cornette treatment. I would love that. <laughs> oh, I would fucking love that so much. And they'll pack their bags and quit. Oh, that'd be great. Uh, main event time. Wow, we're on the main event already. We sure are. Wow, we're cruising. Yeah, uh, Cody Rhodes uh-huh. going against Mark Quinn for Yay! the TNT title. Cody Rhodes works twice as hard as everybody else to steal the heat from mid-card guys. Cody Rhodes in another main event, yep. back-to-back weeks. Uh-huh. Um, your, your world champion yes. wrestled on Dark, yeah. and Cody Rhodes is main eventing Dynamite yep. against one half of a tag team that they've buried. Yeah, literally one half of a tag team. Mm-hmm. Like, what the fuck? Yeah. Um... Obviously, Cody wins. Of course. With his, like, new move, I guess. He has another new move. Sure, why not? Because he's Cody Rhodes, mm-hmm. I guess. Um, again, I don't know. I don't think it did much to build Mark Quinn. No. Mark Quinn's not, like, a, your singles guy. He looked like, fine. He it, did, but, like... The, yeah. <sighs> again, these, these are as good matches as Cody can have. Yeah, and plus Mark Quinn, like, he came out with uh, the other guy from Private Party, Ed Cassidy. Matt Hardy. Yeah. So now it's Hardy Party. The Hardy Party, yeah. Uh, which, Whatever. weird, but yeah. um, I, I don't know. I just didn't... My problem is, like, the winner was never in doubt. Yeah, that's my... It's, again, my problem every week about AEW. <sighs> Though, you can pick most of these winners very easily. There's very few surprises. Um, but, again, this is Cody to do this until he gets a real challenger. Uh, middle of the road thing, I don't know why it's made of inning. Uh, because I don't know if they're just trying to build it up as like this is the the important yeah. title. Fuck your world title. I've got yeah, the TV so, well, title. So because what's probably going to happen, like Mox is your world champ, they need a title on TV when he decides, hey, I want to go play New Japan for a little bit. Yeah. So you build this title up as your main event title, and hopefully can sooner it. than later. Right. <laughs> but yeah, it, it, middle of the road match. Uh, I don't need these to be the main event every week. No. Uh, and. Like, I'm sorry, but Arn Anderson wasn't defending the title against Alex Wright main event Nitros. Like, it was... Right. It was... So... Saturday night. Like... Uh, uh, spoiler for later, I haven't made my decision yet, but this being the main event may have swayed my favor one way or the other. Okay. Well, after the match, yeah. Jake Hager comes out to stare down Cody, so that's what we need. Mm-hmm. Cody Rhodes versus fucking Jack Swagger. Yeah. Um... Goes after Arn Anderson. Cody grabs him. Jake starts beating the shit out of him. Uh, Inner Circle comes out. Private Party. Hardy fucking gets involved. (laughs) Everybody's brawling. Yeah. Uh, Chairs are getting thrown. Um, Basically, Hardy hits Sammy with a fucking twist of fate. And Sammy just sells like a son of a bitch again. Right. Uh, Cody grabs the mic. And he's like, oh... Like, you want, what do you say to Hager? goes, you want me a fighter? Like, oh, why can't, like, dude, it's Fighter Fest. Like, nobody calls it just fighter. Right. Um, so that's going to happen at Fighter Fest. Um, Cody versus Jake Hager for the TNT TV title. So, uh, yeah, what are your thoughts on that? Uh, 
<laughs> well, I mean, it's a match I don't want to watch. Yeah. Uh, again, when the better worker in your match is Cody Rhodes, you might have a problem. Hager's just not good. He's awkward in the ring. I've never liked him. I never thought he was any good. Um, the only time he was even remotely entertaining to me was when he was being a horrible racist on TV oh, because I was like, on. at least this is a something that I can hate. Like, yeah. they're giving me something to put my energy into. Um, you know, and like, he had uh, Dutch Mantel, who is good at what he does. So I was like, all right, I can, I can hate this and not have to worry about it. Um, but now I just hate him because he's terrible and a horrible racist in real life. Um, but yeah, I, I don't know, man. I, I'm not interested. I hope it does. It's not going to main event fighter fest, right? I guess that'd be Moxley cage. You would think. I hope right? so. You would think. Uh, but, uh, but does Hager have a chance of winning? You think they're going to, are they going to give it, are they going to give Cody this short of a run? No, uh, I don't think so. Unless Cody does it to try to like prove a point. Like, Hey, I'll still put guys over, you know, but I, I don't really see that happening. No. Um, but yeah, that was uh, that was it for dynamite. Yeah, that was it. Um, yeah, man. I mean, I, I mean, I, I don't want to talk. I guess I'll talk about it now instead of later. But like, putting Cody in the main event, like they're going to seemingly do every week, it's a real downer for me. Yeah, it ends the show on a weird note. It just ends the show on something that I don't want to see. That I have, to, I have no stakes in, especially in a match like this, because you know Cody's not going to lose it. So I'm just like, all right, well, this is the end. This is where we're going. Okay. And then, like, to do the little thing at the afterwards, like, the build for the next thing, I'm like, all right, you took the uh, the, the other guy that I don't give a single shit about on that roster. So. It was also weird how, like, Matt Hardy went from being, like, a part of the elite mm-hmm. against the inner circle. Now he's with yeah. private party against the inner circle. I guess yeah. he's just going to be that guy that always fights the inner circle, I guess. I guess. And then are they going to jump back in when they're going to do war games? Or are they just going to scrap that and rebuild that feud altogether? I think at this point you're going to have to rebuild it. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah, you can't. You got to pay off. Like, yeah. Well, I guess inner circle versus elite is, is kind of paid off, right? Yeah, and that's done. So, so done. now you got to build it up for something else, maybe. Yeah. You know? Yeah. So I don't maybe, know what. Maybe, like, the, the elite, like, uh, Young Bucks build a team and FTR builds a team. Ugh. Maybe. Um, I don't know if there's going to be fans at that point, but... FTR and the Gun Club versus the Young Bucks and the face-turned Jimmy Havoc and Kip Sabian. Ew. What the fuck? No. Write it down. When it happens... (laughs) All right. You know know who's got the book, brother. (laughs) Let's move on to NXT. Yeah. So we open up with a recap of In Your House. Mm Mm-hmm. Uh, Adam Cole, along with um, Fish, I always want to say Fish and O'Reilly, because I love Kyle O'Reilly, mm-hmm. uh, and Roddy Strong come out, basically saying, Cole's the best, what's next for him? Um, Roddy saying, everyone knows <laughs> I'm afraid of being locked in a trunk. Yeah. <laughs> like, he's just shook his shit over Dexter. Yep. To the point where he thinks he's spotting him <laughs> in the crowd, uh-huh. and just... At one point he does, and I don't know, they just freak out. Yeah, they're, well, they're um, doing fun stuff because it's pre-taped. They can do the little yeah. cuts and stuff, like, yeah. stuff that you wouldn't be, you could do, but would be a lot harder to get get away with on live TV. Um, so, it, that's fun. I, yeah. You know, it, it's it's a fun thing for me to watch. And, like, Cole basically says, like, he has Dexter tonight, and we'll see who's, yeah. like, the artist or some weird shit. Sure. As Roger Strong just runs away in panic. <laughs> I love this part. Yep. Uh, they go backstage. Cole and Fish are just trying to calm Roddy mm-hmm. down because he's shook. Yes. Keith Lee and Mia Yim 
walk in, Lee looks at the NXT title, yeah. and uh, I don't know. Says he knows what's next for him. Yeah, sure. You got the North American title, buddy. Yeah. Calm that ass down. Uh, Adam Cole did tweet earlier in the day that uh, that day that Roddy and Bobby Fish finally showed back up and they were both severely dehydrated. Well, well <laughs> I loved, I think it was like two days ago from Roddy's phone. It was just a Dexter Loomis taking a selfie and tweeting it yeah. from Roddy's account. <laughs> I love you, Loomis. You right? Are, you are my fucking spirit animal. 100%. Um, first match, we have Candice LeRae and Johnny Gargano going up against Keith Lee and Mia Yim. Uh, excuse me, use their real names. What was it, Gargano Fantasy Fuckery or uh, something? It is Yimitless. Oh, them, okay. Versus the Gargano Family Fuckery. The first one I, I will not say. <laughs> um, Hashtag Yimitless. Candice and Johnny, they get the win at like mm-hmm. 10 minutes because I... Uh, Lee, like, picked up Candice, and yeah. then Johnny rolled him up, mm-hmm. and there it is. So, you know, roll up finish, so that makes you happy. Gets three stars. Listen, as much as I've complained about this program, uh, there's things I liked in this a lot. Yeah, the match itself was fine. Uh, a lot of good storytelling back and forth. Um, I'm always a fan, like I said in AEW, of building singles matches through tag matches. Sure. It's a good way to get nobody to lose their heat. Take the Champions can take pinfalls, all that sort of stuff. Um, the thing that I liked the best was how goddamn gentle Keith Lee was when they did the spot where he had to crash down on the canvas. Yeah, because he could legit he kill her. protected the shit out of her. <laughs> yeah, and it still looked great. And I was like, that like that dude's a pro. And I was glad to see it, especially because of the other people in WWE who are just don't give a shit about anybody's safety. Huh. Um, but like he, like it, it looked really good. It was a cool spot, and like you can, like Candice was not in any danger of being crushed, but it looked like she did. She did get crushed, so it that I will commend them on. Uh, and you know, this was the best thing they've done so far out of this this feud. Yeah, I mean, Keith Lee's like what four times the size of Candice, like easily. I mean, she's tiny. Yeah. Um. They air and recap of Finn Balor and Damian Priest from TakeOver. Priest gets interviewed saying he doesn't regret anything and he's on his way to becoming infamous. Mm-hmm. Which leads us to another interview mm-hmm. of Cameron Grimes. Yep. I immediately got thrown off because it was the same interview and wearing a different dress. And I'm like, <laughs> oh, this is real bad. Well, um, he's confident that he's going to beat Finn again tonight. You know why he's confident? Why is he confident? Because confident is his middle name. Oh. Cameron Confident Grimes. Hashtag CCG. I thought it was greasy. What happened to that? Yeah. Well, um, basically, he makes fun of Priest for losing. He pushes his Balor victory. He's playing this. His He's running in the playbook exactly like I wanted him to. Well, uh, Grimes says that, uh, you know, once Damien Priest comes on screen, oh, you almost had him. And Priest punches him in the mouth and yep. lays him out. Yeah. Um, are we getting a Damien Priest face turn? Uh, you know, I don't know. It, or was this just like a don't talk about me yeah, kind of shit? I, I, so they didn't do anything else really with it. Also, I was really new because David Priest was wearing a different outfit. Yes. <laughs> they didn't do, they didn't, you know, like they didn't push anything different like later or like try to advance it at all. So I think it was just don't talk about me so that Grimes can continue his chicken shit bullshit for the rest of the night. Uh, I mean, I hope not, because I don't want to have to watch Grimes lose to 
oh man, he's gonna be the job boy for Damien Damien Priest. Priest. Oh, that's gonna rip at your it's soul. Gonna, it's gonna tear me apart. Oh man, it's gonna tear me apart, Lisa. Trips, um, if you're listening. Yeah, I know you are, buddy. Hey. You're looking good Make these past couple weeks. That should happen. Don't break my heart. <laughs> Uh, we get a recap video of Io winning the NXT Women's Title. Yeah, um, Nakamura congratulates her. Oscar congratulates her. I'm real happy because Io fucking rules. Yep. Um, we go to the next match. Mike Reed and Mikey Delbray. Yeah. Don't know who they are. No. Nope. Oh, buddy, I'm so excited you said that. Why? Because Mike Reed, the last two or three weeks, has been a job guy on AEW Dark. Oh, was he really? <laughs> yeah. That's funny. Yep. He's wrestled a bunch of matches on Dark. Hey, fuck he, he ain't signed anywhere. And he went on his Twitter and he was like, I'm everywhere. That's so, all right. As I soon like as that. he came out, I was like, this guy's been on AEW. I bet you WWE did not realize that. Either that or they were just like, hey, we'll pay you like right? an extra hundred bucks. Come yeah. over here. Sure. You know? So, um, going up against Indu Sheer. Indu Sheer. Bivens Enterprises, mm-hmm. Big Baller Bivens, what up, baby? Yep. Uh, it goes like a minute. Yeah. Death, Indusher wins. So, just because I know we both have been having trouble with this, it is Rinku and Sarov. Which is which? Okay. See? Look I, at you. You're I on took, your fucking game. I, I am. I did this because I knew we have been having trouble, and I want to pay the proper respect to Bivens Enterprises. I, I, as you should. Rinku has the tattoos. Sarov has the hairy chest. All right. I'll try to remember it. You're going to have to. That's fine. I'm, listen, I can't get fucking FTR right. I don't know who's who there. Yeah, but those names are stupid. I, I agree with that. I did like their finisher, though. Mm-hmm. That, like, what was it, like an elbow drop side slam or a leg yeah, drop side slam, like whatever it was? Like a, it was almost demolition-esque. Yeah. If, listen, if you just want to take these guys and book them in demolition matches, just make me happy and I'm do that. about that. Yeah. Fuck yeah. All the way. Um, we go backstage, Drake is talking to, uh, William Regal, mm-hmm. um, basically Grimes is saying he has a broken jaw and can't compete. Drake Younger. Uh, there's, there's yeah. two Drakes now. Who's the other Drake? Drake Maverick. Oh. Um, says he can't compete, Regal doesn't believe him, yeah. and now Drake has to go find him with an iPad. Yes. Uh, we come back from break, Grimes is hitting on girls. Uh-huh. Basically say Priest didn't even hit him that hard, you know, typical yep. showing off while Drake's standing there with the iPad and Regal goes, oh, that's funny. You're still facing Ballard. Yeah. So. As he tried to give like the, he, like when he saw, when he realized Regal was listening, he's like, yeah. oh no, my jaw's broken. Yeah. Uh, my favorite part of this is that he, uh, Grimes called Drake younger a stooge. <laughs> he did, yes. <laughs> In the way to stooge me off. Yeah. So that was funny. A hype video runs on Brizongo. Mm-hmm. I fucking love this. It's great. Because they're, they're just so goddamn funny Getting together. the names wrong. Be like, hey, remember when we were construction workers? <laughs> which was just like a few weeks ago. They just yeah. went over everything they've done. Oh, man. I really hope that they win the titles next week. Me too. I don't see it happening. But God, do I fucking hope. Because they are hilarious together. Day one is H. <laughs> um, they recap Karrion Cross murdering Champa. Uh, they show Champa leaving hours after the show and is just not answering questions. Yeah. So, well, I mean, hey, what the fuck are you going to say, buddy? Yeah, what's um, he going to say? They're burying me and not letting me win matches. They don't trust me because of my injured neck. <laughs> you know what? I even thought about this. Mm-hmm. Um, Cross didn't use the Saito suplex on him. Nope. So, I wonder if they were like, hey, don't do that, you know? Yeah, I mean, that 
that would be safe. Yeah. Uh, I like the idea of him using the Saito or the, like, having them both as finishes. Yeah. Um, you know, not, the Saito's too cool to use as a setup move. It is that, um, and he looks like he kills everyone yeah, with it. Yeah, so, but that, I mean, that could be a very good point. Like, you know, protect Ciampa's neck as much as possible. Yeah, I thought about that. Um, we go backstage, Rhea's interviewed after losing again. Uh, a, a disheveled Robert Stone yep. comes walking up, which <laughs> I laughed, I read on Tony Stone's like, damn, how did the drunk Tony Khan get in the building? <laughs> um... Basically, he's trying to recruit Rhea. She yeah. says, you know, it's one in a million. He's saying, so you're saying there's a chance. There's a chance which I knew was going to happen. Absolutely. I, knew, I knew he was going to hit the dumb and dumber line. Yeah, she says, follow me. Uh, and then she just uppercuts him in the ribs and slams him into a trash can. Yeah. If Rhea Ripley's going to start beating up dudes, I'm about it. Yeah, uh, she needs to get her smile back. Oh, man. She lost her smile. They, they, they tore it from her at WrestleMania and... By no fault of her own. No, not at all. It's all about Charlotte. Yep. Uh, next match, Cameron Grimes versus Finn Balor. Yes. The uh, total package of yeah, Finn yeah. Not the big dog, but the big hog. Twelve and a half minutes. Yeah. Finn gets his win back. He does. Uh, he hit him with the Coupe de Gracie mm-hmm. and then murdered him with the Bloody Sunday. It looked fucking Looks sick. Good. Yeah. The match was great, though. Was I really enjoyed good. the shit out of uh, it. That's, was keep pushing Grimes. Yeah. He doesn't lose anything from this match. No. You know, losing to Balor isn't a thing. Balor's going to, I would assume, be in the program with Cole. No, well, we talked Maybe. about it afterwards. Yeah. So. But it was a really good match. Grimes is really good. Balor's, of course, Balor. Yeah. Uh, so, yeah, I, it's, uh, it was good. I love that Bowers. Bowers still one of the best. Like I feel like he yeah. can wrestle guys any side, and, mm-hmm. and he just he's fucking great. Yeah. After all these years, yeah. Bauer talks to the camera, saying he's never had the North American title. Mm-hmm. So he tells Keith Lee, "Once you're done playing house, yeah, come talk to me." And uh, friend of the show, Howard the Dave, tweeted us Ooh. while we're recording live. Said uh, Grimes and Bauer one on one. You know what that means, right? What does that mean? I'm very upset with you right now. Oh, no. What does that mean? So, if one person has one win, uh-huh. one person has one oh win. Oh, my God! Ah! <laughs> Ladies and gentlemen, <laughs> breaking news. Uh, we have the potential here. I just saw his brain explode. For a rubber match. Back. If I could do a southern accent, I would to do it in a like a southern rubber match because of Cameron Grimes. But I can't do a. I can only do a angry, uh, pock pack, uh, accent. So don't try. You're good. Don't even worry about well, it. I was gonna try. No. All right. But yeah, no. I, that's uh, rubber match all the way. Let's do it. There you go. I love rubber matches, and you know what? It's about time Grimes gets the win. Uh, I don't know if he's gonna win this one. Listen. You want you want somebody's got a job to Damian Priest. Oh, God damn it! You don't want that either. <laughs> um, I certainly don't. But no, listen, hear me out. Grime Balor rubber match, some sort of gimmick. Yeah, pie strap match. Oh, I don't know something. Sign me up. And Balor loses it by some outside fault. Move Balor to a new program. But he already lost the first match by outside fault. I don't care. Well, Grimes wins. 
Grimes wins by some chicanery, and he just strapped the rocket ship to him. Be, have him beat Cole for the title. Oh, what if this time I'd have the match and then Damian Priest calls Grimes the match? Oh, God damn it. <laughs> that sound you heard was the sound of my heart falling out of my chest. That certainly was. All right, let's move on. <laughs> Next match, Dakota Kai going up against Casey Catanzaro. Mm-hmm. Before we talk about this match. Yeah. Hey, Ken Coda. Coda, what's up? Thanks for listening. I know you fucking listen. Yeah, we know you do. We got proof. Because you're on Twitter, hashtagging mm-hmm. Big Mommy Cool. Yep. Hmm. Mm-hmm. Hmm. Mm-hmm. Hmm. That's fine. Go ahead. Take it. I'll let you have it. I will too. Yeah. But I'm on to you. Dakota wins in two and a half minutes. Just beats her up. Yeah. At one point, Casey, like, fired up. Casey looked good. She reminds me of she's so tiny. Dudley. Yeah, she's very like, she's a very little like, human. Being. I don't think she's even as tall as the top row. No, she's, she's definitely not. Tiny. No, she's very tiny. But like her fired up like like throwing yeah, the punch good. and stuff, I thought she looked good. But Dakota wins. Um she said she's coming for the title, which yeah. that's what I fucking said on the recap. Mm-hmm. I give me Dakota EO. Yep. It'll be awesome. Yep. Um They're beating up Casey. Caden Carter runs out. Oh, poor Caden Carter. Yeah, it was like Awkward, yeah, and then she just gets one arm fucking power bombed by yeah. Big Mommy Cool. So, uh, little uh, behind the scenes, uh, Casey and Caden live together. Well, th- they said they're like partners, like tag partners, I yeah. guess. So, they're always on like Instagram together, mm. uh, doing like funny, goofy videos and stuff. Uh, so TikToks, sure. Um, but yeah, that's uh, you know. I don't have a problem with Kane Carter. I liked her from the beginning. I thought she needed to, like, sort of polish everything a little bit, but she's entertaining enough. Yeah. Dakota Kai with Big Mommy Cool, uh, looking more like Diesel every day. She was wearing the Diesel the diesel gear last night. Listen. Silver top, black bottoms, that's Big Daddy Cool to a T. Listen. What WrestleMania was that, him and Sean? 11? Uh, it was 11. I don't know. You know, I don't remember. I, don't, I can't. I can never remember that stuff. Oh, he was wearing the gear, brother. Uh, but you know what? I mean, that's... Yeah, because that's when Rashawn took an ass bump off the jacket. <laughs> but I like happy. I like her, like, pump handle into the power bomb she does. Yeah. Uh, you know, I... Big she mom, starts big cool. sidewalk slamming and snake right? eyes and people. She's got to start doing the sidewalk slam. Doing slam-up. the elbows in the corner, yeah. fucking do the yep. mirror. Sign me up. Yeah. Uh, we have a video of random guys entering the ring, which you couldn't see any of them. Uh, welcome to Thatcher's Thatch Can Wrestling. Trading. Oh, I didn't see this. I'm, I'm, oh, really? I must have thought it was a commercial and fast-forwarded through it. Yeah, uh, basically was saying that he's going to be teaching his style of wrestling. It's going to start next week after they sign their waivers. Okay. So, if it's just like vignettes of Thatcher just stretching people like yeah. Stu Hart. Okay. I don't know. Stealing that bit from Ring of Honor back in the day, but okay. Hey, I don't know. When you when you buy the Ring of Honor DVDs, David, one of the bonus things was like they'd show stuff from like CM Punk when he was head trainer, uh, like doing like training sessions. And there's one, then there's one of Samoa Joe stretching the entire training class. I need to see that. Um, so the new cruiserweight champ comes out, mm-hmm. El Hijo del Fantasma. Yes, he goes to speak, and Drake Maverick cuts him right off. Yep, and comes out. Puts over Phantasma, but he says he would have done better with it if his head was clear. Yeah. And here's my immediate fucking gripe. Mm-hmm. 
When I interviewed Drake last week, what do you say? I'm relaxed. Yep. I'm fine. I don't care what happens. Yeah. If I win, I'm the cruiser champ. If I lose, so what? Yeah. I'm going to go eat cookies and cake. If, if you're not doing your best when you conceivably think your livelihood is on the line, yeah. um, go fuck yourself. So, And that's like, immediately, I was just like, what the fuck? Like, this, it makes no sense yeah. to me. I don't know. Maybe they just don't think people pay attention to comedy They definitely like <laughs> don't think people pay attention. But, yeah, I was just like, oh, so if, last week you were carefree, but, oh, yeah. no, never mind. If Vince McMahon thought people paid attention to wrestling, it would be so vastly different than it is these that's, days. That's very true. Um, so. He says he could beat him if he gives him gives another chance, mm-hmm. which Phantasma agrees. Before anything had happened, the two scumbags, 205 and Live. 205 and Live show up. They come down the ramp. They yep. surround the ring. Those sons of bitches. Gonna take them both out. Phantasma and Finally Drake. gonna get their hands on Phantasma after him miraculously dodging them every week in the parking lot. That is very true. Him and uh, Phantasma and Drake back to back like they're gonna fend them off. That's right. The 205 and Live get up on the aprons. Phantasma does the slow turn, stares at Drake, and headbutts the shit out of him. Yep. Those that scumbags 205 and Live start beating down Drake with mm-hmm. Phantasmas beating them down as well. They hit like the fucking, I don't know, some di- like double dive off the ropes or whatever. Sure. 205 on masks. It's mm-hmm. Raul the Line Mendoza. Yeah, you're goddamn right it is. You piece the first of shit. kidnapping victim. You scumbag. My question is who kidnapped him then? Exactly. Thank you. Yeah. It must. It must have been. It must have been Phantasma and Live under hoods from the beginning. But no, because Live got kidnapped Take, second. Yes, but it was all. Live, a, but it was all a ploy anyway. But Live, yes, is Joaquin Wild. Joaquin Wild. Yep. You pieces of shit. Yeah, I agree. Who who kidnapped Raul Mendoza though? Because he was the first victim. But that's what I'm saying. It was a scam the whole time. So was a Phantasma and who? Wild and Wild. Yeah, and then the the later Wild kidnapping uh, was just to play the storyline. You think they did the double cross? It was a gimmick the whole time. Uh, it was an old switcheroo on a switcheroo with a double cross on the double cross. Damn. See, I worked You're myself in, into a shoot. We're H-H. over. We're over here playing checkers. They're over there playing chess. See, uh, well. Phantasma decides to fuck it, I'll take my mask off too. Sure, why not? And uh, his name is Santos Escobar. Yes. Because Pablo Escobar's a little too <laughs> for you. Um, it says nobody can touch me. Yeah. Uh, so this is interesting. Uh, so a lot of confusion online because there used to be a developmental guy called Escobar. Was there? Yes. Hello. Do you pay attention to this show? What show? 205 <laughs> Are you secretly watching this? Uh, no, Escobar, like, it, like uh, a decade ago, there was a guy in developmental called Escobar. Who the fuck was that? I just Googled him. That's how I knew, because, like, people oh. were, because, like, people were tweeting about him, and I was like, wait, am I supposed to know who Santos Escobar is? I don't understand. So, I was like, is it somebody, was somebody pretending to be, to, to be El Fantasma? I don't understand. So, I looked it up. Are you talking about Eric Escobar? Sure. Oh, that guy sucks. Yeah, so I was confused. So there's that. So there was a little bit of confusion online, even with other people saying, I thought there already was an Escobar at I some think point. think it was like Vicky Guerrero's boy toy for a bit. Oh, all right. Well, good for them. Yeah. Um. So I, I, I wonder how much this is like uh, Vince doesn't like masked people. Like he wants everybody unmasked. But see, it's not Vince. It, it's not, not, it's it's not, not Vince. But it is. But 
but I, I, it's not Vince. I mean, yeah. look, look, I look at it this way. They took the mask off. Well, never mind. Because Sami Zayn, he just showed up. El Generico, he still had the orphanage in Mexico. Yeah. So that's not a good example. Almas. Look how good Almas is, though. That's a handsome motherfucker. Yeah, he's handsome as hell. And sure. I remember even Tripp said, he goes, why would you keep a mask on that yeah, guy? No, he's super handsome. <laughs> yeah. He's a great looking yeah, absolutely. dude. Escobar, like, eh. who I'm not judging other dudes' looks. Don't get me wrong. Yeah. But, like, I... I have some fucking mask guys. What's wrong yeah, with mask guys? I don't know. I don't. I, and it's not Vince with NXT. Yeah. I don't think it is. I think it all. I think it all comes back up the line to Vince. If they're hiring, if they're if you're getting hired within the company, it has to go across Vince's desk at some point. Yeah, but they have Lucha House Party. Yeah, like those guys are really skyrocketing up the charts. I'm just saying. Anyway, I'm just say hey, before the whole shutdown happened, Lucha House Party was getting a little steep. All right. Well, Grand Metal League looking like Hooven Two Guerrero. <laughs> all right. Well, that's that's high praise. Um, I like two out of the three of that group. <laughs> so, yeah. Uh, fuck one of them real hard. Um, but yeah, so this is a, a heel lucha stable, I guess. Uh, yeah. Listen, uh, Lucky Wild is, you know, he's been around very uh, visible for a while. Uh, but we get I get Raul the line Mendoza back. Yeah, you get him. Uh, and uh, I honestly couldn't be happier. I hope I hope he gets a spotlight because that's the dude out of those three that I really like. Uh, just popped in my brain that you can make them a tag team call them the wild line oh, Jesus and uh there you go i just wrote tv for you you're welcome there you are uh trips road dog and sean i guess are yeah the i guess it's the, goons in the charge three-headed over there. monster yeah uh, <laughs> uh <laughs> yeah i mean it's weird i wish they kept them in a mask because i like my mask guys but yeah. uh but yeah i mean heel stable that's fine heel little guys let's do it so i'm gonna just show them some super colo tapes that's all I'm oh 100 percent so we go backstage, uh, Roddy is freaking the fuck out, because uh-huh. he found a drawing made by Loomis left in their locker room, yes. with, like, them sitting, up, like, I don't know, the drawing, it was, like, O'Reilly, or, not, I keep saying O'Reilly, fuck, fish and strong, like, bloody or something, yeah. like, real weird, um, Cole's like, chill the fuck out, yeah. like, just chill out, so. Yeah, stop having a, a yeah. breakdown. Fish and Cole leave while Loomis... Pops up watching Strong and Strong just scurry the fuck away. Again. Right. I, I don't know. I love this. Um, Me too. No, I can't get enough of this. It's great, it's right? It's so silly, but like so good. And like if you've listened to this show for any amount of time, you yeah. know that like Loomis struck a chord with us. 100%. As soon as I saw the dude. All the way there. All the way in. Uh, and so, like, this stuff with Roddy being terrified of him, it's fun storytelling. It yeah. reminds me of, of Days Gone By. It's you know, got that creepiness, got the almost supernatural kind of thing to it. Yeah. Uh, so, I, I honestly, I couldn't be happier. I agree. Uh, next week, they did announce uh, Shotzi Blackheart and Tegan Knox are going to get a women's tag team title shot against whoever walks out as champs at Backlash, which I had to look up. Uh, well, the women's tag team and Backlash is Sunday. Okay. The women's tag team champs are Bailey and Sasha Banks. Mm-hmm. Going up against, uh, I think Alexa Bliss and Nikki Cross again. Going up and oh. uh, going up against the Iconics. Oh man, I hope the Iconics win. <laughs> yeah, like it's nothing against like Bailey and Sasha. Uh, I think they're great. Um, but I hope the Iconics win. They can make their like return yeah. to to NXT. Where I think that helps NXT a little bit. Um, uh, Bailey and, and Sasha going back to NXT, they, they were there, but it doesn't 
it, it's a little too close to Charlotte coming back, even yeah, if it's only for one that's night. Three out of the four yeah. horse women. Yeah, have the Iconics win and go and wrestle on NXT with them. I think yeah. it's a really good idea. Like, part of me wants to watch Backlash just to see that. Yeah. And if I'm bored Sunday night, I'll throw it on. Uh, the main event time. Non title match of the evening. Adam Cole going up against our fucking guy, Dexter Loomis. Mm-hmm. Uh, this goes about 12 and a half minutes. Due to shenanigans, Adam Cole gets the win, which I'm sadly not surprised. Yeah, not surprised. Uh, a lot of distracting of the ref. Roddy hits strong with, or Roddy hits strong. I'm all over the place. Yeah, I, I'm are. fucking up with the UE guys. Roddy hits Loomis with a kick on the apron. Cole hits him with the last shot. Yeah. That's the end of the match. Um, match itself was good. Loomis could go. Uh, I liked it. I'll, uh, I'll tell you what. Um, Loomis hit a spine buster. Yeah. And I was like, all right. He didn't turn with it, but that was a nice spine buster. Uh-huh. Looked good. I'm very picky about my spine busters. Agreed. It is a sacred move. There's only one dude that does it right. The snap. That's it. The only dude that does it right. Yep. But I was like, that is a nice spine buster. And then like three moves later, he did another one. And he turned. And it was picture perfect. Yep. And I was like, holy shit, that was a good spine buster. Yes, it was. Uh, so, you know, you're a guy I'm already all in, in on. You do a really great spine buster. Uh, you know, let's uh, let's find a way to uh, distill this feud and just pump it right into my veins. I'm with it. Um, He just, I don't know, who was... It works fucking great. When he went under the ring and came out the other side, they went looking for him. Like it's it's such simple little shit. Like Uh, there's no expression. Yeah, I I love that shit. Blink count. I watched again. (laughs) He didn't blink. I tried. I tried to catch him this time. Yeah, not happening. No. Um, what he should do is do the old Jeff Hardy gimmick. Uh, but like not not the whole say what I want to say. Go ahead. (laughs) Not that Jeff Hardy gimmick. Not the one that they're making him relive oh, on TV. Oh my fucking uh, the god! One, like, he used to paint his whole face, but then on his eyelids he would paint like eyes. Oh, he just do that to Loomis, so when he does blink, we still can't still catch him. Still get the eyes. Yeah. Um, well, after the match, Roddy and Fish bail. Adam Cole still talking shit to Loomis. Yep. He leans over him. Of course, Loomis is gonna pop up and choke the yeah, fucking shit. Why would shit they? Out of, of course, because like, he's fucking. He's a creep. Yeah. That's what he does. Exactly. That's what he does. Um. Strong and Fish run back in and start kicking at Loomis. He ain't letting go. Finally, they get him loose. Um, but Velveteen Dream, he arrives and he starts beating up Fish. Um, he beats up Strong. Strong runs out of the arena because Loomis is slowly walking after him like right. he's a fucking murderer. Yeah. Uh, which it leaves Cole in the ring and he's like happy and, you mm-hmm. know, breath of fucking relief. Yeah. Um, all of a sudden, the lights go down, and Scarlet is standing on stage. I can legit only see her fucking head. Yes. Because of her outfit that yep. she was in. It was black latex. Yeah. Um, she starts slowly walking towards the ring. Cole's just staring at her, not saying anything. She has the uh, the hourglass, mm-hmm. where she slides into the ring, flips it, walks away, and carrying across his like logo or whatever pops up on the screen yeah um i kind of love that ending i don't know why okay i just did good i was like oh cole like to me i know i said it like i thought velveteen was gonna win it 
or he's moving up, but I guess he's not moving up, which is fucking... I think they said they canceled, like, they decided not to. Well, now that there's been a change of power on the booking, on the main roster, Brucey boy got Ryan Smackdown. Yep. Um... Which I laughed because somebody's like, oh, Heyman builds a diverse Raw roster. Fuck Oh, it. yeah. I'm, I'm glad you said it because I was going to say that, like, uh, damn, look, unfortunately, look at that. Velveteen has one characteristic that Bruce will yeah. not. Uh, like, look at that. Heyman fucking actually found nope. something in Apollo Crews and put the U.S. title on him. Nah, we yep. don't want that. Mm-hmm. Um, but, yeah, the ending I actually liked a lot because I was yep. like, okay, now I think Cole's going to lose. I, I actually think that at this point now. He faces Cross one on one. Yeah, uh, how do you not have Cross? They're gonna. I mean, all right. Cross comes in. He squashes Champa. Yeah. Now he's going right to Cole. Like, yeah. That's like one of those. All right. And they're clearly gonna do Roddy. Roddy uh, Loomis. Roddy Loomis to get Loomis over to move to somewhere. Yeah. And then yeah, uh, Carrion's gonna have to be. Cool. They're, they're gonna do Loomis and Dream versus Fish and Roddy. Yeah, they can keep doing you that know? too. Yeah. Which I'm fine with. Yeah, sign me up. I think that's sure. great. Mm-hmm. Um, but that was the end of NXT. That's it. So I'm gonna ask you your questions. Yeah, sir. Mm-hmm. Favorite match from AEW. Favorite match from NXT. Okay. Match overall. Show overall. All right, so I just wrote my choices now because I'm thinking about it. I do want to lead this off by saying I enjoyed both shows. I did too. I I had a lot of fun watching wrestling yesterday. They're both really good. Um, AEW, my match of the night, is uh, the fact that we got to see Mel practice in the crowd. Jesus Christ. Uh, my match of the night for AEW is Butcher and Blade versus FTR. Uh, you know, I don't love the FTR guys. I love Butcher and Blade, but it was a good tag match. I like seeing it. I like them treating Andy Williams like a killer because they're not winning matches, but at least you can help make them look better. Yeah. Because eventually they should start winning stuff because, goddamn, Andy Williams is just an impressive dude to look to, to look at. Uh, if, if I had my way, I would jump in a time machine. And I would, uh, I would unfortunately shit can the blade. And I uh, like the blade. I, listen, I don't like the, I, I don't not like the blade. You just want Andy by himself. No, if I had a time machine, I would put Andy with Jimmy Del Rey. <laughs> what the fuck? That's just me to create the world's most perfect tag team. Wow. Uh, All I, right. I would get, I, did not I, I would get the, that. I would get the new breeds time machine, and I would go back in time to okay, bring Jimmy Del Rey to now. <laughs> now I'm all ears, all right. sir. <laughs> but anyway, that's my AEW match is Butch and Blade vs. FTR. NXT uh, has to be Grimes Balor. Uh, it was just really good. I really like Grimes. Balor is a, a good shot when he wrestles to, to be in the match of the night for me. Uh, the dude is just quality. So that gives it for me. Uh, I think Grimes looked good in defeat and can keep going. Match of the night. Is Mel practice? No. Um, I I'm going with the tag match that kicked off AEW. Okay. I just I, again when I when there's two that are really close, I always default to tag wrestling. I like it. I I can see FTR really wearing thin on my nerves with a lot of their stuff. Uh, they're sure as hell not going to win match of the night with uh when they start wrestling the Young Bucks. Uh, but this is more so because I like Andy Williams so much, and I just like the stuff they did, and that. The, that crossbody that he gave was just, it was killer. <laughs> uh, but my show of the night might go a little different. 
five matches each on both shows, which makes it really easy for me because I can line them up. Sure. And be like match to match. Sure. Match to match, right? All right. Well, match to match. Uh, you know, pretty good. The both tag matches to start were both pretty good. Uh, you know, the squash match with the new share was pretty good versus uh the women's tag match. They're both good, right? Then we got uh. The Hager and uh, SNL versus yep. the Best Friends was good, right? Match it up against Grind Balor, which was really great. Uh, Casey versus Dakota was good. I liked seeing what Dakota does. Match it up against Sammy and Colt, also really good, right? Match number five. <laughs> Loomis and Cole versus Cody and Mark Quinn. One match that was built and felt like a main event, and the other match was Cody versus a tag team guy. <laughs> the tag team, not even like the tag team guy who like was healthy coming out of the match right. last week, but the one who like got injured. Yeah, like. <laughs> yeah who was still selling the injury yeah. in the match. Yeah. Uh, so with that, uh, the show tonight goes to NXT based solely on the fact that those Cody matches shouldn't be main event uh, until he has uh, some sort of, uh, maybe it could be a surprise, somebody that I could believe could beat him. Um, but yeah, I mean that's that's as simple as it is. I thought they were both really good wrestling matches, pretty much, or wrestling shows, pretty much start to finish. Uh, again, I didn't hate Cody's match; it's just out of place to me. Um, but so NXT wins because you finish the night with Loomis being great. Uh, it's gonna get you the win every time. How about you, pal? All right, list it down. So AEW, I'm also going to go FTR versus Butcher and the Blade. I may not like. The FTR guys, I kind of think they're douchebags. Yeah. But I love Butcher and the Blade. Right. I love that Andy Williams plays guitar for every time I die. He doesn't play bass? Not bass, Jericho. No. Guitar. So, Jericho, you're right. Um, huh. Shocker. Guy that's in, like, a rock band is right about other guy that's in, like, a hardcore metal band. Well. Who the fuck would have thought? Um, so, I'm going to go with that. But, no, the match itself, I, I, I agree. I do like FTR's matches. Yeah. I think they're good. They're a little weird with their work right now because I was kind of confused. Like, mm-hmm. are you working heel? All right. Yeah. We're butchering the blade. They're just full on heel and they just yeah. beat the piss out of people. I really like butchering the blade a lot. Yeah. They've actually grown on me quite a bit. Mm-hmm. Um, not that I didn't like them to begin with, but I, you can see they've gotten more comfortable in front of yeah, cameras and for sure. they're, they're doing good. Mm-hmm. Um, NXT. I'm going to go Cole Loomis. Okay. I love. I, I I loved Gargano Balor, mm-hmm. Gargano Balor. Jesus. Oh yeah, holy weeks ago. Dude, I'm I'm a mess. Grimes Balor. Yeah. It was a really good match. Mm-hmm. I just feel like I don't know. I'm more invested in Loomis right now. That's fine. I'm more invested. I, I, Adam Cole's fucking great. Yeah, absolutely. Um, yeah. I loved like the post match stuff. I love the ending of NXT. I thought like that was perfect to set Cole up like. And you can see in Cole's face, like, oh, fuck. I'm fucked. Yeah. Um, and for that reason, mm-hmm. I'm going to go NXT as my show. Ooh. Uh, match overall, I'm going to go Cole Loomis as well. Okay. I'm going NXT as my show. Because mm-hmm. that fucking Matt Hardy shit was bad. Oh, right. yeah, was that bad. Too. Yeah. <laughs> and I love Sammy Guevara. Mm-hmm. I don't see him saving that shit. I think he'll make I don't it. see Sammy beating Matt. I do. I, 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 hopefully Matt's like, let me help him put him over. Yeah. 
But I don't know. It's just blech. Okay. Drek. Blech. I don't like it. All right. Or, and, like, nothing on NXT made me feel that way. Probably the lamest thing I thought on NXT was the Rhea stuff with Robert yeah. Stone. But, That's yeah. Fine, yeah. But I was like, eh, whatever. Yep. Um, but, yeah, that Matt Hardy it shit was, it, sucked. And that's the thing. It's it literally one of those things where like the wrestling was so good, any little hiccup will cause you or cost you the the night. Yeah, and I agree with so. that. Well, that's uh, what we thought about the show. What did the people watch or not watch last night? Well, pal, uh, AEW came in with uh, six hundred and seventy-seven thousand, down from seven hundred and thirty the week before. Okay, so they lost like what? Uh, like twenty, like fifty three thousand, okay. and NXT came in with a seven hundred or geez, six hundred and seventy three thousand, down from seven fifteen. So they closed the gap. They both lost a, a they both lost a ton of yeah. a ton of ratings. But the gap last week between the two was fifteen thousand. It's now only four thousand between the two. Yeah. Uh, NXT lost less less viewers. Um. You know, again, it's it's not the worst they've done. Um, I mean, FTR did fuck all for their ratings, yeah. and they were pushing that like their debut was a big deal. Didn't do shit. No. Um. So that's that's a bummer for them, I guess. But you know, uh, they're they're close. That's you know got to make some people nervous and or happy. Yeah, I I just think. Overall, both shows being down, that sucks. Yeah, ratings are going to be down for a while. Yeah. Once, fan, it's, once it's fans like, get back, they might I can't, back I can't, like, catch, like, like the even flow of it, though. No. Like, I don't know what what else was going on, yeah. Yeah, like, then, last time, like, NASCAR was on. Yeah. And yeah. I, I don't know. Maybe people watching it. I don't know. People, I know a lot of people still watching the news, obviously. Yeah, of course. Um, but, yeah, I mean, it's close. Yeah. I just wish there were more people watching. But right. You and I watched, so we that's did. all that matters. And speaking of that, season two totals. Yes. Because we both like NXT again this week. It's three weeks in a row we both went NXT. NXT's been solid, So man. we're both now at 11 and 11. Look at that shit. For head-to-head in season two. And overall, I am at 14 for AEW and 20 for NXT. And you are 15 for AEW and 19 for NXT. Yeah. So, you know, keeping that going right there. We'll see. I mean, uh, technically, uh, next week is a rubber match for season two to see who uh, who takes the advantage because they're at 11 and 11. Yeah. So. That's interesting, man. But yeah, man. I mean, I, I can't say it enough. I, re- I really liked both shows. Um, AEW just managed to have a, a permanent hiccup in Cody Rhodes. Um, <laughs> the permanent hiccup the that per- is Cody The permanent Rhodes. hiccup, Cody Rhodes. Uh, speaking of that, rest in peace, Dusty. Oh, um, man, I was going to bring it up at the I end, but yeah. Uh, it was a sad day, I remember it. Uh, yeah, it was a five years was, ago today. Yep, I remember when he passed, it was a sad day. Yeah, both of us, we love Dusty. Uh, that's my dude, well, one of my dudes, but uh, not not too many better, so... That's right, baby. That's right, Daddy. Listen here. If you haven't done a Dusty Rhodes impression, you're fucking lying to yourself. Right? If you haven't done a du- Dusty Rhodes impression on an entire car ride home from Philadelphia, <laughs> uh, you're kidding yourselves. You're not living your life to the fullest. While driving your wife crazy. Yes. Yeah. Hear that, uh, it's a bicycle. Mich- that's right, baby. Ooh, the rubber shock. The rubber shock. 
Mr. Michael D. Oh, man, I love that. Anyway. I love him. So, uh, that being said, that's all we have. Yeah. Uh, so, I'm going to hit you with the social media. Get, thanks thanks get for the listening. Get the plugs. Uh, Dakota, Kai, thanks for listening. If you want any other uh, tag taglines or anything, you just hit me up. I'll, uh, King Coda. King Coda. I'm all about I'll, that I'll life. pumping them out. I'll, I'll, I'll go watch my diesel tapes and get, get back to you. Uh, you should be watching diesel tapes every day. Well, that's true. Yeah. Sir? Yeah, that's right. <laughs> Uh, but anyway, social media, uh, we're at Wednesday War Pod at Twitter, Wednesday Night War Pod at Gmail to, to, uh, email the show. I know there's been, uh, Joe Sposta was trying to egg some people on to give us the Damien Priest emails. I'm still open, it's an open uh, invitation to email me about why Damien Priest is not the worst wrestler on the planet. Uh, so far... No takers uh, that have any sort of reasonable reason to tell me that he's not the worst. You haven't got a valid point yet. Not a not a one. Uh, but I'll read them on the show, valid or not. Uh, and uh, what else? Soon to be named network uh, at STBN network. Soon to be named network dot com. Uh, our uh, podcast home, full of our podcasting brethren uh, at odds with wrestling. Uh, Puzzle Warriors 3, Longbox Heroes, uh, a whole bunch of other nonsense. And if, you listen, if you want to listen to a podcast, chances are Soon Media Network has it for That's you. That's right. So give them all a listen and a like. Vroom, vroom. Uh, vroom, vroom. The, the Lamborghini, Lamborghini, if you will, <laughs> uh, of podcast networks. Uh, other than that, I think I hit everything there. So personal, if you want to uh, hit me up on the personal social meds. That's uh, Twitter, the Dooge, T H E D O G E. Uh, I don't know. We can talk about anything. Talk about comics. Comic shop opened up this week. We can talk about movies. Uh, we can talk about more wrestling. Uh, we can talk about Duck the Rose, baby. That's right. Uh, but feel free to hit me up on there. Uh, I appreciate it. Uh, Brett, where can they find you? So, if you'd like to talk to me on Twitter, I'm at BrettXEdge570. Um, Talk to me about Orange Cassidy and how fucking great he is. Um, go cast your vote and make the next X-Pac figure the one, two, three kid. Not X-Factor, <laughs> you son of a bitch. I'm, you piece of shit. No. I, no, I'm not dealing with the X-Factor. Okay. I like the Uncle gear. Uncle Cracker sang the theme song. <laughs> you, a, vote, a vote for X-Factor is a vote for <laughs> Uncle, Uncle Cracker. Do you want to live with that? Well, <laughs> I mean, I don't. I did already vote for X-Factor, uh, though. Hmm. Um, I just uh, honestly, when I when I looked, I don't buy the figures. But I how the fuck does the one two three kid have the least percentage on that? Are you tweeting from burners? Like, are you voting from burners? <laughs> I did not vote with my with my ex Phil Brooks ex burner account. Oh, Jesus uh, Christ! <laughs> but uh, yeah. who the fuck wants NWO X Pac from the WWE run? Not me. Oh, is that what that was? I thought it Oh, God. Yeah. yeah. Who wants that? Because I was going to say, they already made the, the six-pop yeah, one, Yeah, which, right? which I have. Yeah, so I was like, all right, so they made that one. Yeah. I was like, I'm no, sure they, they No, they How could they have not Biker made a one, two, three kid? Yeah. yeah. So I was like, well, let's do, let's get X-Factor. Let's get X-Factor? <laughs> what, do you, do you really want the Just Incredible and Albert figures to go along with yeah, it? Yeah, I think that's a great three-pack. Oh, you make me sick. Well, anyway, <laughs> talk to me at PredXEdge570. Oof, you son of a bitch. Also, if you would like to watch some independent wrestling, and who wouldn't, go follow our friends at Indie Wrestling. 
IWTV.live, I believe, is the website. Jerry's Internet Wrestling Emporium. Uh, just announced this week that they have picked up Big Japan Wrestling. Yes, they did. Give me all the Dice Case Sakamoto matches. Yeah, oh, yeah, absolutely. In my fucking face. Yeah. So, making moves, baby. Use promo if- code Mortis. Get you five days free. Do they get the back catalog, I wonder? I don't. That I don't know. I'm not man, sure. You want to give me the back catalog? Let me watch the Matsunaga matches. I'm there. I mean, hey, um, fuck, count me in. Also, if you'd like to talk to me and celebrate the return of New Japan Pro Wrestling, mm-hmm. let's fucking go, baby. Can't fucking wait. Yeah, you're gonna lose sleep again. You're sleeping good. I'm about that. Yeah. I don't like. I don't want to sleep. <laughs> I'm not gonna sleep with you voting for X Factor, X Pac. Fuck. <laughs> ah, blech, blech to you, sir. Uh, you know what? I'm. I am gonna double vote that up now, just because it makes you so mad. Not before I get there first. Anyway, everybody, thank you very much for listening to Absolutely. the show. We appreciate you. We do. Pro wrestling. Let's go. Vote for X Factor. Fuck you. You're listening to the soon-to-be-named network, the Lamborghini of Podcast Networks. Night off, nerds!